Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Death ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce Marrying someone you've only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes Let's love So, Kim do you really think you're ready for this? Yes, yes. I've 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 read the Islamic law and the Islamic all of it. Thought, I went yeah, all of it. I've read it all. And the I've entire Quran, from, yeah. Yes. And I've learned I've gone from fan <laughs> to super fan to friend <laughs> to potential girlfriend. Potential, to, to, yeah. To potential. I was a potential. <laughs> then girlfriend, girlfriend. <gasps> yeah. And hopefully. Beyonce. Whoa. 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 <laughs> She's back. She's back. Yo, this is reality, guys. It's heavily after after season seven. New season. I am hey, so I am hey. so excited to do this with you today. I am I was I was actually not look y- y'all know, first of all, I'm I'm Poodle and this is Maddie. Oh yeah, because uh, some people might be new. He's some, Poodle, aka new. I'm Maddie or Matt. Now, I've been dreading this season <laughs> as I dread all happily ever after. Yeah. Kind of like how you you're looking forward to a root canal. But yes. I'm going to say this: say out it. of the five couples that we saw today, mm-hmm. I'm invested in four of them. I uh, I can't believe it. I'm invested I'm, in Libby becoming a singer. I can't wait to hear that voice. <laughs> well, what I will say is that I, I was I was looking forward to Hale more than you were, but yeah. I but it's still for both of us, it's our least favorite spin-off of Definitely. 90 Day Fiance. Definitely. That we're gonna said, clown around it on y'all. Don't don't get me wrong. That, we're gonna clown the fuck out of this. We're gonna clown the fuck out of these people. That said, 
They are in some of these storylines, what we're going to talk about today, have flipped the script and turned the direction of these characters that I did not expect. I Because last season of Hey, we basically got the same beats that we had been having for like the last yep. two seasons. We have. yeah. And now this whole, again, I'm here. I am here for Libby becoming a singer and getting and doing what she wants. like And I'm finding her own it. path. I'm fucking and and the fact and, that she's and the butthole brigade setting a boundary with drunk Charlie. I, I, I just I was I so excited. I went, wait a minute. Is this gonna make me start to like her sisters? No, they're awful. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> they they both look terrible too. Does Jen looks specifically bad, like look, overly done. They just got rained on. I will say Libby Becky is looks Libby has never looked better. I, I said think that she, too. I think the eye, the confessional eye look was a little much, but um, I think she's letting go of some of that rosy, shiny foundation. Rosy, shiny, shiny yeah. foundation. And she's also getting rid of that like brown, uh, tannish, goldy yeah. bronzer on her face. The bronzer, yeah. The bronzer, natural. the bronzer's bad. Or Jen, she fired her sister as her makeup artist. Jen still looks rough. Uh, yeah. Becky, Becky's always worn minimal makeup. I think Becky's um, pretty, but Jen, Jen always looks a little severe. I think Jen could do less. I think Becky's actually, I think Becky's beautiful. I you you never saw her first face. No, this no. is, this well, is the know, second face. You got another one. I heard her butthole's yeah. pretty too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've heard her butthole's pretty too. Now look, so, okay. So yes, I am. Yes, I'm was who else did I find myself? Um, I was Andre and Libby, I was reading for, and also I'm invested in Jovi and Yara. I'm kind of there, I, I'm I, I'm half and half, I'm half in and out of that. Uh, I I I think they're fine, uh, but I, I so am too. I am invested in the fact that Yara. These are Yara, Yara, Yara talking about her post pregnancy body. Because this yeah. is something that a lot of women go through. It so uh, it's it's nice to have, and especially a woman who's as beautiful as Yara to say things like, um, I, I think my, <laughs> my boobs look like two trash bags with pepperoni on them. And it's, it's something that's good to be open about. And, good to be open about. And Joey's yeah. like, yeah, they kind of do look awful. Because <laughs> of course he would say that. <laughs> Joby's God, he's still so <laughs> shitty. He's just so it, dumb, dumb. Well, I don't. Is he dumb it, or shitty? No, no. He's just fucking insensitive. He's just such a. He's just such a mama's boy who never really had to be any bit empathetic with anybody. No, he just sure. says exactly what he's thinking right that moment, like Yara. Yes, and yes. and it's which Yara that's why likes that. Yeah, that's why they're good TV. That, that's why she does. She does like that about him. Yes, she does. All right, but y'all, not when she needs validation because he's not, not good at that either. Not when she needs that validation. little that little girl. By the way, Mila looks just like him. <laughs> I know she's cute. That she's little cute. wrinkled up face. She said she called him Jovita. Anyway, we're already we are excited to talk about this because we're not even getting the and, announcements. We're jumping into the show already. But no, we're not. We're, no, I mean, we're we, oh. you and I, we jumped into I talking see. about it. So I think it does show we're excited I about it. I thought you said so we're not doing that. So it's like, bitch, I got a lot to say. 
<laughs> Don't worry, y'all. We're going to split up some of them for part two. This is a new season. It's a new season. Who dis? Who, Who dis? dis? Hey. Um, okay. We're talking about just so housekeeping just so don't email us and ask we don't cover ed on this podcast so we do not you, if you want ed to or liz him, you will not be we're not going to cover them so they weren't on this on this episode um yeah. but just letting y'all know we're not covering them so um if you don't know why google it or ask somebody else in the sissy squad you can we're you done can go way it. back to you can go, a little bit of googling ed's name and uh or anything bad about him You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. So that's why. Uh, but we're covering everyone else. So um, yes. that said, okay, housekeeping. Housekeeping. What's I'm that? looking at you. Go. You wanted to oh. see an announcement. <laughs> oh. I can't, you, you got blurry, so I couldn't oh, see we're, you. Y'all, we're remote, but goat. Because we're remote because I don't want him to give me COVID again. Like I don't have COVID. Time. You can't say it. I don't have COVID. No, I actually think you got it first. <laughs> no, and gave you it to were me. at that. You were at that conference three days before me. No, we I both we got late. it the same day. You gave yeah. me COVID. No, you said I want to go talk you to are, that hot guy. You, you were diseased. <laughs> so, um, I just went to a conference Ravaged with COVID. I feel fine. I don't think anything's wrong, but I still. I'm just playing it safe. So I'm in my apartment and Poodle's in his apartment, yeah. but we're both in Los Angeles. Because he was around like 1,100 people and breathing right in their space. 3,000. Jesus. Can you stay there another week? Uh, it's the largest podcast. Like I said, I met Avery. And she from Avery and... Um, <laughs> Avery and Ash. Avery and Ash. And I didn't recognize her, recognize her because some things, things, things have changed, which yeah. is fine. You get money. And you, um. But yeah, uh, I was like, oh, I'm, my friend introduced me. He's like, this is Matt. He has a podcast, Reality Gays. They cover 90 Day Fiance. She said, oh, really? And I went, yeah, Reality Gays. She's like, no. I was like, well, we used to be 90 Day Gays, but then they it's like, sued uh, us. She's like, no. When did you just start? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my favorite. When they don't have any idea. They and, don't know us. <laughs> and they're trying to be kind. And they're like, oh, maybe I can help you. I'm like, no, you don't know what we've said about you. <laughs> you don't know what we've said about you. <laughs> you don't, she you did don't say, know how she we said, all, what did you say about me? She said that. She said, oh, what did you say, say about it? She you said, say? did you drag me? And I said, honestly, on your season, we didn't drag you as much. We dragged Ash. That's that honest seminar. because it was after she... After she finished her season, that on social media she became a terrible person. Well, she did a lot of QAnon, yeah, and all yeah. that shit. So, anyway, but yeah, we didn't drag, so I didn't lie. But anyway, so yes, we will be back together later this week. Once we dragged I've her fashion. Time. We dragged her fashion. Yeah, her a lot. kid was cute though. Um, yeah. all right, and go ahead, Poodle. We're, we're we're traveling, aren't we? Live shows, live shows, live shows. It's the double it tour, y'all, coming to a double city it. near you if you're on the East Coast and live near a big city. <laughs> if you're um, in the Pacific Northwest, sorry, sorry. we can. But I, again, we I have to keep reiterating this. We've done like little tourlets. Uh, this is kind of a this is kind of a cleanup tour, hitting uh, venues that we either that either fucked us for bad weather or kind of a bonus venue that we wanted to go back to in DC and Atlanta because we we were had a very small venue the first time we had we sold out and Tampa which is a completely new one uh we we may have some other little one offs going along but right now this is probably how much as you guys will see us in 2022 yes 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 so, yes we we have an we have an announcement about Tampa too don't we we do have an announcement about Tampa 
new show added. We, um, we, same venue. <laughs> you need to get right on that as soon as I say it. You can't just interrupt me. <laughs> I was just That's trying not to how a rim shot works. <laughs> In fact, that's the opposite of a rim shot. <laughs> that just dismisses what I say next. Okay, I'll be quiet. You need- that's like me saying, but uh, here, and here's the jokes, folks. So I was going to the store the other day, but um, bump. That's what it is. <laughs> Either be on it or don't do it at all. <laughs> we need to go back to vaudeville school for you. <laughs> we do. All right, continue. Talk about anyway. Tampa. Okay, so this is how it's going to work. I'm going to even say this once. I'm going to put it in the second show so it all sounds the same, so we don't get this messed up. So Tampa Sissies. Due to popular demand, we are adding a second show on Saturday, October 15th. So for 24 hours only, if you have a general admission ticket or GA ticket to night one, that's on Friday, you'll be able to have access to the pre-sale before anyone else for Saturday night two. Now, the pre-sale for this will begin on Tuesday at 12 p.m., Now, if you don't have a ticket to night number one, then the general admission, the GA tickets, will go on sale on Wednesday at 12 p.m. All right? So, again, if you don't have a ticket to night one, the general public tickets will go on sale for the Saturday show on Wednesday at 12 p.m. Anyway, we are looking forward to seeing you all. We're so excited. Thank you, Tampa, for coming at us. So, we have a second show in Tampa. It's going to be the 15th. Uh, the first show is basically sold out. There are like three or four tickets left. But uh, the the good thing is, if you're in Tampa and you can't get enough of us, these two shows are different. So we entire week we would say definitely come to the first and the second one because y'all, it's a good time every time at a reality gay show. A lot of people get blitzed. <laughs> Some people don't drink at all. They're just having fun. You bring your husbands. I ogle them. And and you, and when we talk about dick size, you completely humiliate them, which is yeah. always fun. There's Poodle's Playpen, which I'm sure will be alive and well in Tampa. It better be. We've had then. people like f- find uh like find their first same sex like love a date at the li- at our yes. live shows. Yes, but a lot of people have found friends more than that. <laughs> no, that's true. I think the girl ended up ghosting her anyway. So yes, she told us the girl out. ended yeah. up ghosting her. <laughs> didn't work well. um, I would not use a reality gay show to date from. No. (laughs) No. But we're all excited to see you in Tampa. So watch out for that pre-sale code. Uh, We'll be plugging that second show a lot later. Um, Boy, they came for you. What do you mean? Oh, Tampa? Shut your ass up. Here you bitched about Florida. Had to add a second show. The venue's small. Yeah, it's not that small. (laughs) Not that small. Yeah, I think y'all came for me. Y'all just came just to show me up, which I respect, honestly. I respect it. You know what? And you know what? I was talking to a gay guy a friend last night at this party okay. I went to. I was talking to this gay guy. Well, he's gay because he, I said, oh, he said, what are you doing? I said, oh, we're doing this, going on tour. And he said, where? And I told him, I said, all this, and we're going to Tamps. And he said, Tampa. And I said, yes. And he said, without prompting, oof. I got the best dick and down of my life in Tampa. Wow. I'm telling you, I think Florida's going to bring it to you. You only talk to the best people at these parties. The best people. The best people. He uh, actually works at CAA. Shocking. 
place is crawling, but that's that's a a, a rep company, you guys. Yeah, I think yeah, they they not not everyone knows about CAA. <laughs> oh, okay. We're we live we live in a very small, gross Hollywood bubble. Oh, that's true. Um, the Are we next done with announcements. Thing... Oh, no, no. no! <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> These are things that necessarily that our listeners need to know. Shut the fuck up. It makes it worse when you say, are you done yet? Uh, if you just let me get everything I needed to say out, we would get done in like three minutes. So, uh, y'all, the Bicurious poll is out Sunday night for your August Bicurious. Those choices are inmate to roommate on A&E. Holy shit. I've watched two episodes and it is something. Sharna. <laughs> it's a Matt Sharp show. So. It's a Matt Sharp joint. It's definitely a Matt Sharp joint. Let's just say that. It's on A&E. Wow. I, I, you know what? I'm going to let you go into it completely cold because my jaw was dropped from, the, from moment one. The other option is season two of Indian Matchmaking Love with it. Seema Auntie. Aparna's back, y'all. Nadia's back. Poor bad choice making, Nadia. Uh, Shaker is back. Produmon. We get an update from Produmon this season. And a really hot guy named Akshay. Wow. And some new new people as well. And and people like Viral and uh Sheetal, who <laughs> who will continue to stupefy you with as many things as they wanted a partner. Uh but I love it. It's a great show. I I, I can't get enough of Seema Auntie being shady. Seema, I'm Seema from Mumbai. And and the third choice is going to – this is – y'all, you know I, I throw – this is not going to win, but I just need you to watch an sh- episode of it. It's called Cosmic Love. People are matched by a giant orb via their si- astrological signs. I'd watch it. I, I said before, someone, someone tweeted about it. This show is so stupid that I watched three episodes in one sitting. I, I won't date a cancer again. I have too many problems. Uh, I had a litany, I, like four of them. Bad. I don't. I don't have signs I don't date, um, because I, mean, I can it, always fuck them. So, if the dick's big enough, I'll die. I don't care if you're a fucking yeah. uh, Gemini. I try to I'll, stay I'll away you. from Leos because I've had a bad bad experiences with Leos, mm-hmm. and Scorpios will always fuck me over. But I can't stay away from them. And I know that. My best so, sex of my life was Scorpio, but it's a Scorpio's Pisces thing. I don't know why. That's what the woman told me. That's Scorpios for everyone. Sorry, <laughs> so don't mean to make you non-unique. Oh, well, no, she said because because of, of the the combination. All right, I don't know. That 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 night was must have been great. Hopefully, he sobered up. Uh, Maybe. I. That's the last thing you need to talk about. Patreon, or no, you're going to do that later. We're going to talk, about, talk that about our survey. Two. We are having a survey that's dropped, dropping this week, y'all. You'll hear it as a, like an ad. Um, if you, The link of that is in the show notes. It's a quick survey. We're just trying to get some information. You're already hearing it so I'm, and on this episode, it's, so I'm not going to go over all of it again. But basically, it just helps us make better commercials that are better suited for you and our audience, and it helps give us that product choices especially. So you've already heard the ad or you've already listened to it. If you're on the Patreon, then you're not going to hear that. So you can click on the link in the show notes links to do our survey we're going to be doing that i think just for like a week or two to get a sampling and then that's it so yeah that's it 
Let's get into this. Uh, let's go skate. Let's go. Let's go skating. Our place where nobody dared to go. Love that they smack. They call it Xanadu. Smack. Smack. Oh, Olivia Newton John. You just found me out. Well, sorry, but Jenny, you know Jenny was thinking about Xanadu. Xanadu. No. Xanadu. Smith, I'm hot. I'm hot, Smith. Get the best, cranky. The best is you're hot for making chai. <laughs> Boy, y'all, Shady Mama Smith is oh, back. I, I will never, for, my favorite thing I've ever heard is you had diarrhea. So what? So I have what? diarrhea all the time. I clean my house. I have diarrhea now. My sorry is full of poop. Yeah. And I'm fine. And I'm fine. And my and Papa Submit calling. You want to marry an oldie? The fact that oldie was the translated word. Yeah, I'm like, it's not a genre of music. I, I must say, y'all, it, the one reason to watch Happily Ever After is Mama and Papa Submit and oh, the yes. brutal shade with which the things they say to Jenny. Because in a way, we we feel sorry and we feel empathy for Jenny, but she made this bed. She She has chosen this man baby over and over and over again. And he has consistently chosen his parents. He's consistently (laughs) chosen his parents. Over her. Again and again. Again and again and again. And even his his divorced wife, (laughs) he chose over her. That I'm not even necessarily, you know, remember our first season, we kind of were like, oh, we're rooting for Jenny and Smith. We believe in love. And now- I don't care if they're together anymore or not. I just kind of now just want to see Jenny get punked by his parents consistently. I do, but I want, I kind of need to see, this sounds awful, but I, Jenny's suffering is kind of sustaining for me. It's just what I expect. Uh-huh. And it just seems normal for me, and it's and I kind of need to see it. Uh, the other side of this is, I I just hope one day that Submit will wake up and go fuck my parents, or maybe they will disown him. Maybe Ooh. that'll actually happen, and then because we see later on, she wants him to go with her to the U.S., which is I, yeah. a joke. That's never going to happen. I don't think he'll – I think she wants it, but I don't think he'll ever do it. No. He needs to breastfeed from mommy. Mm, yeah. I will she, say Jenny looks good. She's like – looks healthy. I think She she's does. Like, she's, been, she's been posting dancing videos on TikTok, y'all, and they are worth it. <laughs> if you don't – I was like, grandma's got moves. She, she's got moves. So maybe she's – but she looks healthy. Her Again, the – maybe whoever the – I've heard there's not makeup artists, but Jenny sometimes would be a, um, like, I feel like a lot of times for the fair women on 90 Day Fiance, they they use a blush that was, or like a bronzer that was made for uh, Latina women, Latinx people, like, or for just skins yeah. with darker, people with darker skin color. And Jenny was a victim of that too. And she doesn't have that now. She's actually wearing like a, a blush more suited to her skin tone. Great. You don't care. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Made me happy. I don't give a shit about any of this. Anyway, so, they've been married for two months, y'all. I think we were, we're doing a thing where we, were, we quickly, if you don't watch the show, in 30 seconds or less, I'll take this to recap the Jenny and Submit past okay. history. 
basically watch the timer and hold beat on, me. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me turn on the timer because you know. All right, ready, set, go. Jenny is 63 years old. She was living in Palm Springs, and Summit found her online. He he pretended to be Michael Jones, a very attractive man, and then finally had to admit he was actually an Indian man from uh, from India. India. And (laughs) and later on, and then of course he was, and he also so she came over there. They still fell in love, even though she was catfished. Then. He had to tell her he was he was he was still married. He got divorced. She came back over there. His parents objected completely to the marriage. They hated Jenny. They called mm-hmm. her horrible things. Mm-hmm. That's and all you can say. They just got married. All right. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. And he's thirty three, and she's sixty three. Yes. That's, that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Anyway, they're married. They've been married now for two months. And they're going out to eat and drink salty lemon water. Salt, which she, which he does not, she, she does not like, she prefers Coke. And, uh, God, I haven't done Coke in a restaurant in so long. And someone offered me, someone said, you've never done Coke last night. And I said, no, I never have. I said, no one's even offered it to me before. He said, really? I I can't believe no one has offered you cocaine living in Los Angeles. No one ever has. And he said, well, I wish I had some. I'd give it to you right now. I said, well, I don't think I'd do it. I said, the only way I'd do at this age, if I haven't done Coke now, if I'm not doing it off an eight inch dick, I'm not going to do it. And he said, (laughs) I have an eight inch dick, but I don't have any Coke. So, oh, well, you're out of luck. (laughs) He told you he's got an eight inch dick? His wife agreed. She's like, yeah, he does. Wow. I people, think people talk to me. I think if I heard that, I would be able to think about nothing else for the rest of the evening. I'd be so dickmatized and I'd be I'd be strategizing anyway. How can I get him away from his wife? No. I, how I, can I get him in a corner? How can I have how can I get him away from that shrew? Yeah, his wife's I'd, beautiful. Well, let's see him screaming my name at 3 a.m. Well, I think he'll be at home taking care of his baby. Oh, the pesky babies. <laughs> they do make it hard because it kind of cements their yeah. it cements yeah. your relationship yeah. kind of. Yeah, you're, you're kind of stuck. Yeah. with the, They're, they're in it. Yeah, they're in it. That's a shame. Sorry. Mm. Sorry. When the kid gets a little older, it might be easier to pick oh. them off like mm-hmm. from the herd. But if they we, got a baby, they're two in it. We need to move on. Yeah, we do. Because I'm still thinking about an ADHD. stick. <laughs> you, you've got to get laid tonight. Woo! <laughs> anyway, uh, ju- you need just to know that later, and the parents don't know that they're married. So no. The, the on the tell all, the parents went back on the parents went back on what they said completely. Completely. Now, because he was going to tell them at the t- – this is important to know. He was going to tell them at the tell-all that – They were married. He said, I'm going to tell my parents on the tell-all that, that we're married, and he totally just chickened out on fucking national TV. Shocker. What's the most submit thing? Tell me you're a submit without saying I'm a submit, and that's yeah. it. So they out. And they basically – uh, Jenny says, let's just not tell them. We'll go to a different state and live. It's very much a like – Let's just go away. Let's run away. away from all this. It's 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 very much like um, uh, Anna Karenina. Just like take us away. Let's go and live in the country. No one will bother us. Yes. And and 
but he's like, no, I will not be able to live a happy life without my parents, Jenny. That's things you never want your husband to say. No, no, you never want. <laughs> Again, marry an orphan. No, I can't I... tell you. It's so easy. It does make it easy. I will say the fact that he now is saying, oh, and by the way, I invited to tell them tomorrow and we've got to go to our old house to tell them. And I went and clean it and clean it. And I went, wait a minute. What do you mean? You're old. Why do you have two houses? And then Jenny said, I had Smith move away because last time they just up and stole him. And I went, (laughs) oh, yeah, they actually abducted him from the home last time. Y'all, there are so many conditions that come with being in a relationship with precious boy Samit. Oh, so many. So many conditions. Uh, and so there, Jenny's completely blindsided. And, and Samit again says, my parents are the only people besides Jenny who love me unconditionally. Is, is this unconditional love? I was just going to say that. Yeah, I don't think it is. If, if you guys, I know parents are an important part of everyone's life, uh, most people, but boundaries are important. And I know in a traditional Indian family, a lot of boundaries don't exist and those succeed it. But damn, I, I, I just think what a boundary, what a boundary could do for what, this relationship. Yes. I mean, it's holy I, shit. Whether we do it or not, um, y'all should watch Indian matchmaking on Netflix. A, it's a great show. Um, even see, well, I haven't seen season two yet. I was waiting. Oh, season it's one's so good. Great. Well, I was waiting until they pick it. So then I'm surprised when I see it. You don't know if they're going to pick it or not. <sighs> well, I don't know what they're going to pick. It's going to be in between inmate to roommate and Indian matchmaking. It's going to be a blood, blood feud. I like to go in unaware. I like them to pick. So, but just, I was going to say, watch Indian matchmaking, even an episode will just help give you a, some context of what submit is dealing with because you really get the familial bonds run very, very deep in this culture. Right. But even when you watch that, you see people on a reality show with pushy parents, but none of them, none of them are as fucking cuckold as Submit is. Yeah. Like, like it's to his me, mother's I, like rough fucking him every, every, every single, single episode. Day, <laughs> shooting diarrhea out her ass. Just, <laughs> she's like, see, Jenny, I could do this too. And so, but, <laughs> I just want to say I'm I, I think it's important to talk about his culture, obviously. I also kind of think the way he's been now for so far, it's kind of bullshit at this point because he's completely fucked her over and gone back on his word so many times. It doesn't oh, matter yeah, what no. culture he's from from no, I'm I'm you only saying that. that. I just I'm wanna, only introducing that for context. Yeah, I just want to say he's an asshole. Yeah. To her. Yeah. Totally. And in the context of he He's go. He's he's against a cultural principle. Now, if he actually said, um, "It doesn't." If Jenny's the love of my life, and my parents are so against it, there needs to be a time where you say, "I do need to choose my own happiness." Yes, and true. and he's just not wanting to choose. You guys, this is she. He has put his like I said before. He has put his parents above Jenny their entire relationship. I- and then at the end of the Jenny says, well, we're getting married, and then we're happy, and then now we're married, and we're together, and we still can't be happy. <laughs> oh, Jenny's sad face. Anyway, so, next Jenny, day. The, the, the parents are there, and his brother and his brother's wife are there, 
and they kind of all walk in and everyone's like they're at a funeral. Oh, <laughs> no yes. one wants to or, be there. Or that just someone just crop dusted the room and they're all walking <laughs> in it. And he, she comes in with some chai and she's like, oh, it's so hot. It's hot. <laughs> and mom's like, you're hot for making chai. Lord, look she how fat her arms are. <laughs> she looks, she's not as bad, but she almost looks like Paul's mom in Brazil. Her, A little she, bit. Yeah. She's red faced. She's sweaty. Her hair is just sticking to her head. And oh. one point she goes, she says, I'm well in Hindi, which is the first time we've ever heard Jenny speak a word of Hindi. Mm-hmm. And and the parents are like, yeah. And the mom on the side of her mouth says, it's like someone pushed a button. And she said something. Oh. <laughs> ah! <laughs> the mom could be at like some type of Don Rickles roast. <laughs> She's so awful. <laughs> And she would reduce, like Dean Martin would be over there going, oh, fuck. <laughs> that's that's, how, such that's old, how brutal yeah. she is. That's, you're so old. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I was trying to think of like, what, what are the Olympics for roasting? And that is it. That is it. Is yeah, Don Rickles is. at one of those Dean Martin roasts. Yeah. I yes, agree. that is an old reference. <laughs> I'm 80. Uh, it wouldn't hurt anyone to oh, know. Sorry. Again, <laughs> that is late. <laughs> and there's a delay on the button. <laughs> Dude, don't do it anymore. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Not everything that is younger than you or your age and younger is you that are is the only thing that exists. So maybe just listen and maybe a couple things that are older than you are actually good. I know I'm preaching the choir, so. Wow. I don't give a shit what, what people think. Is that like when you got on Reddit and they said, are you old? And you slammed your computer down and screamed and ran out of the room. They didn't ask, are you old? Someone did ask, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> and I slammed my computer down. Yes. And that's why we have someone run our Reddit now. It because is my yeah. ego could not take the constant age shaming that no. people on Reddit. They're so awful. I, I, <laughs> I barely get on Reddit, but, and when I do, I'm always sorry. <laughs> so they are, uh, there's a, there's like a little bit uh, no one's talking. And at one point, Jenny just goes, um, so, um, remember the last time it was so nice what what happened to that when you're when we were kind of there and you were being nice to me and you said you'd support us and mom's like i didn't say any of that mom's like i didn't say that now and then she looks at her daughter-in-law and says look how fat her arms are yes and then she says i'll never agree even on my deathbed i will not agree we won't you will you won't ever be happy and uh, and they did agree we saw it they did agree on camera they agreed for two things they agreed to not stand in their way yes they they, they agreed two things they will not give their blessing but they won't stand in their way yes now they would probably say we didn't say they could get married though but they did say we won't stand in your way right yes and so anyway, she's like, show me the proof. Show me the proof. He blurts out, y'all, in a very dramatic fashion. We are married. And she goes, oh! Uh, and she, uh, dry, dry, dry. 
she basically clutches her heart, Fred Sanford style, yes, saying, yes. it's the big one. It's the big one. I'm coming. Uh, wow. Esther Fred Col- Sa- <laughs> Someone been watching some MeTV lately? <laughs> anyway. I am giving an old reference today. It is just... Anyway, and and she and she told she tells him if you were at my if you were ever at my door I would not let you in I would throw you out, and and so she bursts into tears. She starts just sobbing and going, yeah. "No, he can't, he can't, never." And that is how we end it with her uh, auditioning for the local production of the newest Al- Edward Albee play. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Jenny just sits there and goes. Light an egg. Anybody wants an egg? I'm here for this. I'm I I need I need I thought I was done with them, but I'm not horrible treatment of Jenny. I she doesn't deserve it. it. I don't dislike Jenny. I like I don't like Submit. I like Jenny. I wish she'd stand up for herself more, but I it but this is I you know why I talked about this is the the types of the show that we, that we like 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 there's the all love then there's the cringe and then there's what was it the the root for or something like that I don't know I came up with the this is definitely cringe y'all this is definitely, definitely we're, we are in the cringe uh, area we're in the cringe. um I'm that's all I have do you want to, want to take a little quick break yeah let's take a commercial and we'll be right back sibling fights are unavoidable but what if Every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale. That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. 
They looked like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies. We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find you're happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining 
to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Oh my God, you guys, have you heard about the newest spinoff of Sister Wives and even Seeking Sister Wife? This one is called Seeking Potential Sister Wife. Potential Sister Wife. Seeking Potentials. Potentials. (laughs) Seeking Potential. This bitch thinks she's going to be able to handle a a polyamorous relationship? What a laugh. She's going to be so fucking jealous. I this is a disaster. I am. This is one of those storylines where I talked about kind of like Libby and Andre that tilt that totally went in a different direction. I am here for this storyline. If Me this too. becomes the main, I will y'all, I will watch fucking four seasons of Kimberly and Usman picking out wives for Kimberly to throw things in no. their face. We're, we are in seeking sister wife cringe land. I, I promise you. <laughs> I can't tell you this this conversation this conversation seeking potential sister wife. This conversation with her friends could have been right out of seeking sister wife. And it is amazing. And we're everything you love, poodle. It is. We're it is. And weirdly, on seeking sister wife, we're almost moving into a crossover of of Night at Beyonce, because Sidian. And Ariel oh, yeah. uh, from the Philippines, they just he just proposed to her, and and I called the worst version of Miss Saigon ever, <laughs> because instead of a really burly, a hot guy named Chris, mm-hmm. you get a former cult leader. But Ellen, Tasha just kind of wants to cuckold the girl at home. <laughs> It's, mm-hmm. it's like it was the last night of the world, so I can watch you have sex. <laughs> that was a niche seeing sister so wife reference and Smith Saigon joke. We need to we need to move on. All right, we need to move on, y'all. Kim Bali and Usman. I'm so I I was I I hated her last season. I only liked her for your impression of her, but honestly, this is just foolery, and she, I'm here for it. She's I'm grown on me, leaning it, into the cringe. Start the timer, and I'm going to tell everybody in 30 seconds what they missed. And go. Okay, so Kimberly won't admit it, but she was watching the first season of 90 Day Fiance. She became a (laughs) fan of Usman, watching him with baby girl Lisa. And she realized that she could raw dog him, too. And so then she started fanning him in his Instagram. She became a fan, and as she said, she became a friend. And then she finally went over there as a potential for a music video shoot. It yep. went terrible. He begged, she begged him to have sex. He wouldn't have sex with it. They finally had sex. She woke up staring at him. He hey, got weirded. He got weirded out. She got upset again for no other reason, threw something else in his face. And then they were going to get back together. But then at the tell all, he disrespected her. He disrespected her. And, and that's then time. They, and they ended. <laughs> that's good. That's basically, you I just, think that's it. The only thing you need to remember is, uh, how hot her son is. That and um, she basically uh, gave him a PlayStation and put um, put a laptop in her pants. 
<laughs> so he would so he would touch her. So he would touch yeah. It's yeah. Th- that's the grossest part about their story, you guys, is she basically was threatening him with material possessions. So I think it's, I think that's sad, but yeah. Anyway, yay, they're back. So she's fifty one, he's thirty three. Um we see her getting her teeth whitened. Um watching to talk like this. <laughs> I can't talk to you right now. But so she, um, she's watching. showing the, the poor technician the video of Zara. <laughs> well, she did pull, she did pull a Ziad and she went to the airport wearing an, she wore an Usman shirt the entire time she was with him. <laughs> what an absolute maroon. I, I, <sighs> I can't get enough though. She's a clown. Oh, okay. I will watch her forever. She's, she, I will watch her forever. Um, it's she, because she does say things every once in a while. Kimberly says things that have a, that are fun. Like you think probably in real life she's probably funny, but when she gets kind of blinders on about Usman, she kind of loses all um, awareness of herself, and she becomes that person on a reality TV that just doesn't realize how ridiculous they look. I think she's she's insufferable in real life. Really, I, I yeah, and I think on TV it humanizes her. Really? Uh, yeah. And I think she's funny. Her friends, her friends, are friends with her because she brings drama um, to everything. She does and, bring drama to everything. I think. I think that's probably why Jamal's so chilled out because he's like, my mom's always upset. Bitch got a haircut. I don't know if you've seen recently. He oh, looks Jamal. good. Oh, that man is hot. He's, I will say he's hot. I will say, I know she's doing the, t- but you can, I think Kimberly looks good. This is the best we've seen her. Her hair, this hair color is better. Looks better on her. Her skin looks yeah, better. She's a, I she, think she looks better. Well, anything's an improvement <laughs> from what, from what we have. She, she had some, it was not a great hair choice last season. Um, yeah. So I love it when she talks, she's like, so I'm dating Soja Boy. It's, it's Uzman. He's an upcoming star. I'm, I don't, <laughs> I guess it. I, I once had an Uber driver who was because because Usman is from Nigeria, correct? Yes, yes, yes. So yes, he was but from a Niger- different a different um, area than where Michael is from, though. That's but they a, yeah, a big- different area. But they act like Usman is like a national, like countrywide star in Nigeria. No, they act like he's Mister Nigeria, and everyone yes. knows him. Yeah, but yeah. Or Mister or King Africa, as he says, everyone in Africa knows me. Y- yes. I had not one, but two different Uber drivers from Nigeria, because I don't know anyone personally, I don't think. None of them knew who this person was. <laughs> you polled you polled Nigerian yes. Uber drivers. I'm like, do you know Soja Boy? And they're like, who? I'm like, Soja Boy. <laughs> and they're like, no. He's on that show, 90 Day Fiance. And they're like, mm. they're like, oh, you mean King Africa? Yeah. Yeah, they're like, no. And one guy even said, I've seen 90 Day Fiance, but I don't know who that is. <laughs> I said, okay. Uh, so yes, as you said before, she went from fan to super fan, to potential, then girlfriend, and then the music video, and she goes, hashtag I win. Hashtag I win, yes. Hashtag I win. And that's, She does me, like to win, it's gross. The worst part of it, and it's almost like fighting off all the other girls for him, and like Zara. But Zara. that's what's so... So, but that's what's so beautiful, y'all. This is her personality. Hashtag I win. I beat all the other girls. But yet she thinks she's going to be in a fucking polyamorous relationship with this guy. <laughs> that I'm telling you, this would be the worst idea of her life. 
because she so she y'all she has no chill she's the last person to be now she did say i would be like the first wife so i would like like traveling and doing all the nice things like the thing is if he was having sex with the second wife she'd be leaning at the door seeing if he moaned the same way with her that she did she's the last person who needs to be one of these relationships well, she explains this too. She says, like, you know, because they made up when after the tell-all, they made up, obviously. But she goes, she's sitting down with her friends, uh, Vanessa and Alyssa. Alyssa. Um, <laughs> Vanessa is fucking rocking a red lipstick. It's cute. Um, I still think these are renter friends. I, uh, possibly. I I'm just saying that she wore a good lipstick to the shoot. Um, I don't know if they're renter friends only because they do have this familiar. They do have this familiarity. The way they come at her, like. We're coming at you. Yeah, I guess. Bitch, you always keep, like you said, bringing the drama. You have drama, guys. We have to pick you up every time because the, basically they said everything but to her. You make bad decisions yeah. in relationships. Let me, let me clarify. I think they might be work friends. Possibly. Um, I forget what she does for work. I don't know either. I don't know. They never, ever, unless it's a plot point. Like Russ and Powell, they never, or Jovi, they never talk about people's jobs on 90 Day Fiance. I think no one gives a shit. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. they're unemployed or on, or on like disability or social security or something like that. So, yeah. So she sits down in front of Kimberly and Vanessa and they're like, hey. And there's, she's like, well, guess what? And they say, what? She said, <laughs> she's so excited. She was like, my boyfriend, Soja Boy Uthman. National Recording Star asked me to go to Nigeria to meet his parents. Can you believe it? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I did not expect this. I did not. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. I'm going to meet his mom. I'm, I'm hot now. His mom. I'm getting warm. I'm getting warm. And then and her, she... Then did she, you see her friend's face when the camera coached up on Alyssa? Yes, and I Alyssa did. just looked like she just kind of like went, huh? And then she levels them with the fact that, and then once we get there, I'm going to propose to him. <laughs> and then the friends went, uh, so then they're talking about, the, the friends already know about this second wife issue. And, and that's when she's like, but I'm going to be the first wife. So because the first wife did, like gets all the good stuff. Yes, because uh, that, he wants <laughs> he, he wants children, y'all. That's his big thing. Is he doesn't want another wife except for and she can't give guy. him that. He has to have children, and so she can't give him that. So I I don't know why. I guess I guess you know, in a way, if it wasn't Kimberly, a part of me would kind of look at like this could be some fucking female empowerment because a lot of women would say, okay, we can adopt a kid, but Kimberly is kind of like, bitch, I raised a kid, I did it. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. She just got through her mother, bless her heart. Her, her mom passed away, I think like six months ago and she was caretaking her mom for like yeah. years. So I, I, I don't know. think it's, I don't think it's a question of she doesn't want to give him a child. She cannot. She cannot. But I mean, they can't even adopt a child together right. because Uzman wants to have a child of his loins. Right. Like, but they also, I guess financially they, they could though, they could like, Get an egg donor and sim- they could do have that's that is have, true. Like she, do that, but I'm just saying the fact that they made the jump from having a lot of people can have child and still have the child be theirs and raise a child. But I kind of 
we never really have talked on the show. Kimberly saying, does she just not want to raise a kid anymore? And did she say that to Usman? Like, I don't want to be a mom again to a kid. I don't want to, because the way she acts is kind of like, yeah, he's going to have that life with those kids and I'm going to do my own thing. And I'm like, that's kind of a baller thing to do as a woman. But then it's Kimberly. And of course she's going to fuck it up. But and it's not realistic. Uh, and it's not realistic at all, but I, I think it's, I think you're giving her a lot of credit here. <laughs> no, I'm not giving uh, her credit. I'm saying like for a normal woman, I'm saying that would be, I, I would, see. I think it's kind of amazing that if a woman would kind of break the mold and say, yeah, fuck it, go have your wife and your kids. I, I don't want to raise saying. a kid. I'll just be married to you and get the good stuff and we'll travel around and you'll sing your Soja Boy songs to me. And that's it. I, I, but I, th I think that's what Kimberly thinks this is going to be. And it's I think not. That, I think that takes a person who is very secure themselves. Yeah, and, and, and Vanessa I think, even called her out. I think that's a rare person who, especially, uh, and I just, I can't see that, and especially someone yeah. from an from an American culture who believes that fairy tale love, like she does. Yes, yeah, and and I think what we're hearing her say about the second wife situation, you guys, this is all Usman's ideas, and yes. she's kind of repeating them. So I, I, while I say I'm glad that I, I understand why you're saying it'd be great if a woman did that. This is definitely the story of a woman from Usman's perspective. No, well, and definitely it's, if that's what I was trying to say, that if she kind of came with this, her own for her own thought, her own impetus, but it's not, she's just basically taking the scraps that Usman's giving her. Exactly. Just because she's desperate to be in a relationship with him. And it's going to go bad because hello, unless he decides to be a terrible absent father, of course, I don't know what the culture is like in Nigeria, so maybe it's different. But I think well, he's going to want to be around his kids. She's trying. He's she's trying to explain to the friends, and they're like, "So you don't think the kids will want to be here?" Because she wants to bring him here. Um, I'm going to be curious because I don't know if he wants to come here. I um I, I don't know if he. I feel like he does because he keeps dating older American women, and clearly, right. clearly, y'all, he was not. There was nothing about. Baby girl Lisa, that was attractive. There wasn't no, right. Yeah, I, I guess because a con. I guess that it has not been a plot point in in either of his seasons about it moving, coming it to America. So maybe that is his goal. Um, I think he won't let it be a plot point. I think Usman's very smart, and at least with his image and what he wants to project, I don't think he wants to put that out there because he doesn't want to be seen as that and and get caught for fraud. Oh, so you're saying it was his motive, but he's not saying it. Yes, that's what I think. Interesting. Okay, that's. I just I think. think, I I think he was trying to be in Africa because that's much more where his market is. That's what I think um, too. But then why? Unless he just wants to be on the show and be famous. But this show, I think that's it. He wants to show, be on the show and be this famous. This show isn't like a super huge show in Africa. But. I, I, but I'm saying I think just the idea of him being on television is what he wants, and yeah. he can say I'm a I'm a TV star in the U.S. and he can still be in Africa and saying I'm a TV star and then show people a clip, and they'll freak the fuck out. A little bit of I think it's a little bit of all of what we're saying. I think yeah. he wants to be able to come to America. I think he wants all of that. Well, we'll see. I I 
But don't you think he's going to want to be around his kids if he has a woman who has a baby with a kid in well, fucking Nigeria? Well, she said it's not like that. She said – so Kim said – because she's parroting, she's parroting all of Usman's points. Kim said, no, it's, you don't understand what's like that there. So it sounds like his kids wouldn't want to be in the U.S. He, do, he doesn't need his kids in the U.S. I don't know. I, 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 don't think, I don't think she's thought this through. And the and the friends don't think so either. And they're like, she's like, I don't know what to, I don't understand why you can't be so supportive. And the why, friends are like, well, are so, yeah, we've seen you be in shitty relationships before. And she's like, whoa, that's true. Whoa, <laughs> that that's true. But that's judgmental. That's judgmental. Why are you and, judging? Why are you? Why are you judging me? <laughs> she does do that. Why are you judging me when you don't even know? You don't know how much I love him. My soldier boy. I'm 100% committed. 100%. Have you seen his yummy yummy? Have you seen his yummy yummy? (laughs) It's a yummy yummy. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then they're like, just just promise us that you will make sure that he's not with this other woman, Zara. And she's like, fine, okay, fine, I'll make sure. She's like, I'm sorry. Sometimes I get very defensive about Usman with other people. Um... But yeah. she's like, fine. She got, she did. She got really defensive. She, just yeah. the idea that Zara, that Usman may still be talking to Zara. <laughs> yes, because Alyssa was like, y'all. He wrote a music video. That's what we talked. They talked about on Shelly. He wrote this music video called Zara. She found out that they actually dated. She's this pretty woman that lit again. Another person that lives in the an US. American. So I do think he wants to come to the U.S. But so, can't, but Alyssa says, but you just got to make sure is he solely committed? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And they're like, how do you know? A hundred percent. I just know. I just know. I just know. I know. <laughs> oh, she's a clown. She's an absolute clown. She's wonderful. She's uh, wonderful. So that is it for this show. Yes. 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 And yes. we're going to talk about next the in the next show. We're going to talk about Libby and Andre. We're going to talk about Bilal and Shida, who. We were not happy about seeing. No. Uh, and we're going to talk about Jovi and Yara. One other quick little addendum. I don't know if you guys what? saw this this week. It was announced that Emily and Kobe are going to be on Pillow Talk. So we have not seen the last of them. We have not also Kara and Guillermo are going to be, which we kind of both predicted. Uh, yes. Especially Emily and Kobe. And the reason why I was thinking definitely Emily and Kobe is the way how the shot, the tell-all was shot around only saying nice things about Emily. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, yeah. yeah. Um, we, we knew Karen Guillermo. And um, what, I feel like there was something else that happened in the 90-day verse we're not thinking about. But Even Muhammad. Oh. Oh. TV violations against Eve. Now, against I, Eve. Have, you heard, have you heard the tape? Yes. Now. Yes. The sissy sent us to, to I'm. Us. I am not, I'm not going to blame anybody who's. I'm not going to blame victim, victim blaming here, but that fucker, you know, he pushed her every single minute. So I, I don't, I think he's a very, he's conniving. Can yeah. I, that's a great and cold, a cold conniving man. Yeah. Um, but she, uh, that said though, violence is violence. And nobody should hit anybody, right. but she is y'all. He she said, is, don't hit me again. She <laughs> is screaming more than sweaty, wet chicken, Jenny. And I will say it was supposed to be right before the wedding, so she was probably losing her mind. He wasn't doing anything, um, but wow, what a 
conniving, calculating piece of shit to record her and almost bait her along. Yeah. yeah. That fucker really wants to be in America. He really wants to be in America. And he, yeah, give it the two years and he will be out. Yep. Out, totally. Out, out. Cause they're going to, cause we know and, that they have a text, but I think they're going to get back together unless he's too probably. stupid to fuck and it you up. Know, and you know, this, this is what we're told. The only reason that you can be given a green card if you're not together um, is DV. evidence of DV. Yeah. So Miss Thing was lining up all her points. Y'all. She, she's, I'm telling you, y'all, she's a smart, sassy queen, and we're going to see her dancing on a box in West Hollywood in four years. If you, she work hard for the money, eh, 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 eh. so hard for money. Put, put five dollars in J String. I didn't know you were done. I thought you were done. That was a better oh, one. Oh. <laughs> Just finish this, please. I swear to God. You know what I just realized as we were talking? Jenny hates to get ma- hates to get hot. She does. We do too. What happens when you're hot? What happens? What happens to your body when you get hot? You sweat. And if you sweat a lot, then your body is what? I'd, wet. She's mad she's, as a wet hen. She's mad as a wet hen. We're back. That makes Wait, sense. You know what when I get sweaty, get ruffles my feathers. They get sticky to my face. Blah! That makes sense. Makes sense. Y'all, that's the show. That's our part one of this. That's part one of the show. I'm, that. this is a deal. This, Naughty Day Fiance is that terrible boyfriend with that great dick who gives you a good dick and down because we get, you do that, you know, you hook up with a guy who has a pretty good dick, but you, you, you fuck for like, you know, 20 weeks, 16 weeks in a row, and you kind of think, you know what? I'm going to go out there. 16? How many weeks we had of this show? Oh, and like, I was like, that's we, a long time. That, I'm, I'm, I might as well be buried. You have a hookup once a week, and you're fucking. There we go. And, that's and better. And then, <laughs> uh, well, maybe I'm, I'm different. When I was hooking up with men, I kind of like to have some regulars that I saw, like maybe every Wednesday night. or I know you Not need familiar. some. Yeah. <laughs> How regular? Like for like three or four months, they like come over every, like once every couple of weeks and we bang. But there's a lot of regulars, right? Like there's like a pillbox of regulars. Like, like you've got your like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. No, just like maybe one or two a week. Yeah. No, I, I need a, I need more of a, I need more of a, a wheel of fortune wheel of regulars. Wow. You just you just don't want to hit that bankrupt. Well, anyway, I was gonna say it's like you think you're sick of that great dick, and then you say I'm gonna look for a new dick. But then, like three months later, sometimes that dick comes back, and you're like, "This was good dick." And that's what I feel like with hat. Every time a season starts, I'm like, "I do love this. I do love this show." I I don't love it, but I love how it's old. Similar people who we know, we can still savage them. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yes. That's Sorry. just me. Well, whatever. However we get our enjoyment, we have gotten it. Y'all, so that's the show. Go to our TikTok Reality Gaze. You can go to our Instagram Reality Gaze Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter, Reality Gaze Pod. Now, look, 
We have our Facebook group. The Sissy Squad's a private fan group um, that talks about things we talk about on the show, but other stuff too. You can join that. They have fun in there. Fun in there. You can also, we're on a public on Facebook group, just Reality Gays Podcast is our public Facebook group. And if you want to buy tickets to the live show, all that, the survey, the show ticket links are in the show notes of this podcast, or you can go to our Instagram or our um, TikTok, and there's a link to our Linktree link, and you can buy tickets to that link as well. Anything else? Nope. Yeah, that's it, right? All right, everybody. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you can still clean your house with a diaper full of diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> call us. <laughs> I got I it. Do it. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondry's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.